Hi, my name is Ruth Friedman, and I serve as the Maharat at Oheb Shalom, the National Synagogue in Washington, D.C. And welcome back to my weekly Parsha podcast, Life Imitates Torah. And this week with Parshat Mishpatim, we are going to look at exactly one of the laws. So Parshat Mishpatim is a big group of a bunch of civil laws and other laws that comes after the giving of the Ten Commandments. And um, there is a zillion of things that we could say about that. But today I wanted to focus only on one pasuk, on one law, and that one is actually only three words long. Um, so we're looking now at Shemot, uh, chapter 22, verse 17, which tells us, Mechashefa lo techaye, that we're going to translate as, excuse me, a sorceress or perhaps a witch, whatever you prefer. The JPS says you shall not tolerate, but really it means you shall not allow her to live. We've seen formulations in the Torah of that she will not live or he will not live. But here, this is a unique formulation that only appears twice. And we'll talk about the other example also of you may not allow them to live or you may not give them life. So a sorceress, you may not give life, you may not allow them to live. And I was, because like I said, this is a unique formulation, um, I was curious to see how the different mafarshim understand that. Now, first of all, when we're talking about a, a capital crime, um, the language that the Torah uses is mot yumat, that the person shall die. So it seems like, okay, lo you shall not allow them to live, seems to be different, certainly, in formulation. And the question is, is it also different in substance? Does it mean something different? So Rashi basically says no, because Rashi says, what does lo mean? It means, ela tumat babetin, rather, she shall be put to death by the court. So for Rashi, it doesn't mean something different. It's just another way of saying it. But so all that's going to happen is if you find a sorceress, you find a witch, then, you know, she will have a trial and the Beitin will put her to death. Done. The Rashbam agrees with that at the end of the day, um, but he 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 goes he actually explicitly explains why then say lo techaye and not mot tumat, and what he says is for lo techaye it means because witches or sorceresses they conduct their sorcery in private maybe in caves or wherever and so usually you're not going to encounter this in your everyday existence, and so we should not just rely on some this person person being found, right? Someone finding her and then bringing her to court. But rather, we have an extra onus here to on us to go out and to find her, right? He says, you can't be lazy and just say, well, we don't see any, so it's fine. No, you have to do that extra work to research and try to, to figure out, Corey says, to investigate where might these sorceresses and these witches be. And then you go and find them and you try them in court. So both Rashi and Rashbam at the end of the day see this as something that belongs in the court. Now, the Bechor Shor moves us a little bit further, but he does still couch it in the language of the court as well still. So the Bechor Shor says that what does lo mean? It means mashma shalo yamida bedin sanhedrin, right? So that it means that she, you should not put, give, put her on trial in the Sanhedrin, but implying that normally you would, but why don't you hear? Because she is a witch 
And what might happen if we capture her and we imprison her and then we put her on trial? She'll engage in sorcery to try to get herself out. And she might actually even succeed. And so therefore, because the court is not able to properly manage this case, kol hakodem zacha. Whoever gets to her first to kill her, great, good, you get married, this is good, right? So the, what he says, is, in other words, is our responsibility is there's a sorceress in your midst, kill her as soon as you can. Because ordinarily, someone like that, we would imprison and put them on trial. But it's too risky here, not only because she will get, she might um, engage in sorcery to get herself out, but also because these are tempting characters to follow, and we don't, and we don't want other people to follow her. She's like this huge risk, and so therefore, whoever kills her immediately is doing the right thing. Right. So he's, it's different than Rashi and Rashban because he's saying, no, you don't put her in the court. You kill her as soon as you can. But he's similar in that um, the, the real model for trying someone is within the court. The Ramban really takes it a much, step, a much bigger step further and frankly reframes it entirely. So he says, Mechashefa lo he says, what does that mean? If it said mot tumat, as the other formulations do, it would mean that there's a mitzvah essay, a positive commandment to put her to death. However, he says, by saying lo is giving, the Torah is telling us there's a, there's a lo say that there's a negative commandment that you may not allow her to live. Um, and I think it's may, just not only may not allow her to live, but also he, he frames it not just as you as an individual commandment, but he, he frames it in the collective, where he says, Lehas here otanu to warn us, to caution us, belav with a love to say, shelo nechaye ota, that we cannot allow her to live. Um, also, perhaps you could translate it as we cannot give her life. So what he's really saying is that this is something completely different than the commandment of putting someone to death, like, unlike the other Mepharshim who do seem to really view it through that lens. He's saying, no, this isn't, commandment not, this isn't a commandment to put her to death. This is a commandment that someone like this may not live in our midst and that we have a collective responsibility to eliminate them from our midst. Now, I mentioned at the beginning that this formulation comes up one other time in the Torah, and that is in Devarim, when we're told that we're going to get to the land, we have to conquer the Canaanites, and that we have to destroy the Canaanites, and lo kol neshama. We cannot allow a single soul to live. And then, the, by the way, this is in Deuteronomy 20.16. And then the, the verses continue. Why? Because there's a risk that this person, that excuse me, these people, these nations, might lead us to follow their gods. They might lead us into idolatry. And we can't run that risk. It's too much because we could all be tempted to worship idolatry, just like what many people say about the sorceress that she's a very tempting character, and the Ramban himself says this as well. And and people like that gain a following very easily, and she could lead other people to try to 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 follow her into her her dark ways of sorcery, or just like the Canaanites will tempt the Israelites into idolatry. And that there are certain hard stops, there are certain lines our society may not cross. 
we may not tolerate in our midst someone who could tempt us all to leave the faith, to leave God and go literally (laughs) to the dark side. And I just find this like a very interesting study um, because we live in a society today that gratefully, I mean, thank God, is um, I think always becoming more tolerant, more accepting, trying to become more um, understanding of other people and other people's um, engage in a genuine curiosity about other cultures, other religions, etc. And thank God that's an amazing thing. And I would never ever suggest that there's any community today that would actually actually um, be to fall under this category of lo tzichaye. But I still, I think it still is an important um, mental exercise for us to remember that one of the messages of the Torah is that, that being a, a person of God, being a nation of God is an enormous privilege um, and comes with a lot of goodliness and holiness um, in our lives. And that uh, there is a person or or people who can stand for something that is so radically the opposite. Certainly, something they saw as evil, though. Of course, I don't think we would frame idolatry as evil today. Um, that it just it cannot be tolerated in your midst because it is too great of a threat to what you stand for. Um, and so I know that this certainly forces me to confront or at least to consider: Are there any lines um, that we have? Um, are there any full stops? Anything um, that we that we do say? No, this has gone too far. No, this is too much. Um, I certainly don't see that as expressed in any other person's religious observance, but I still think it is a very interesting um, mental exercise in the abstract and something for us all to think about. Good job,